What did Steven say uh, back to you after you said that? I don't remember it being really profound. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of 41 Files, recording on a Friday again instead of our normal Wednesday because things happen sometimes. We're glad you're with us and uh, keeping up with all the changes. We're well into our 40s now on episodes and we're glad that you've Continue to subscribe and listen to what we've got going on behind the scenes and on the scenes for 41 Action News. Uh, Taylor Hemnes here hosting and joined, as always, by digital producer Sam Hartle. Hi, Sam. So it, we're taping this Friday, uh, January the 11th. Day before the, the Chiefs day game. Day before the Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you followed Taylor on social media, you know that he was in a quandary uh, as of the last couple of weeks as it relates to uh, his on-air wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, on Red Fridays, yeah. and I see that you're wearing a purple tie. I uh, read it out, as it were, for both the Chargers game that we could have won the division with. Should Probably should have. And the Seahawks game that we could have won could the division have won, with. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, was full-on red, red socks, red hat at home, all the, all the red for both of those, and we lost. So prior to the Chiefs game, I thought, or to the Raiders game, I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to purposely avoid, and I put on the ensemble that I'm sporting today. Okay. Uh, and they looked like the Chiefs again. Yes, it's a horrible opponent. They should beat the Raiders, but they looked like the Chiefs again. They won. They won the division. And so I put on a Twitter poll the next week, hey, this is what I did. Should I go back to red for the playoffs or stick to it? And overwhelmingly people said, don't you put on red. So that's what I've done. Not and wearing I'm red. Not wearing any red. So hopefully the, the luck will continue. And if it does, this is my new Friday outfit <laughs> for the rest of the uh, the football season. Purple it is. Yep. Carry that into the K-State uh, season. That's too. right. Uh, joined also on the phone by 41 Action News reporter Ariel Rothfield today. Hi, Ariel. Hello. I'm here missing the snow uh, Kansas City is going to get. So pretty That's right. excited about it's that. So, so, you're, so you're not in Kansas City right now? I am not. I'm in sunny Florida. <laughs> sunny Florida. Well, that's a shame that you're you're missing out on the weather we're experiencing because it's starting to sleet outside right now. So we're getting the, the beginning of what our winter weather advisory is. Uh, Ariel's joining us today because of a story that she did uh, and produced earlier this week that really got a lot of traction and for really great reasons. You know, I, we talk about this a lot in our newsroom about the number one reason people tell us that they don't watch the news anymore is because it's all bad news. That's why people don't like to watch television news anymore. Uh, and we hate to hear that because... Obviously, there is bad news that we we have to cover. That's our jobs to tell you about what's going on in your city, and sometimes that's not all great news. But this story that Ariel did this week really was a good news kind of story and got a lot of traction online. People were talking about it. Uh, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt shared it on Twitter as well. Uh, And it's all about a man who is the new mayor of Leavenworth, Kansas. Uh, Ariel, tell us all about how long you were kind of following along this story. So I first met Jermaine Wilson, who's the current mayor of Leavenworth, about a half ago when he was running for city commission. Uh, we got a notification or, or a tip sent into our newsroom that a felon was running for city commission. So, of course, we looked into it to see what was happening. Well, it turns out he was, in fact, in prison with a felony. He was in prison for possession of drugs, but he turned his life around and ended up getting that felony expunged which allowed him to run for public office. So I really met him, like I mentioned, a year and a half ago, and he has become really this inspirational figure in Leavenworth, Kansas, and kind of around um, the Kansas City area when people hear his story about how he just did a complete 180. Well, obviously, he's not thinking about when he's sitting in jail for three years, he's not thinking about his future political career. Um, that's That's not 
why he did what he did and turned his life around. After your conversations with him, at what point was it a, okay, it's time to change things for me, and, and, and why? What was, what was his impetus to really change his life around? Yeah, so, I mean, four years ago, he never expected to even be in politics. That's how soon it was. Um, he, he was in prison. He joined a religious group, and he says he became a Christian. And then reading different stories, he saw people doing good. So once he um, finished his sentence, he went out into the community and started volunteering. It started as simple as, you know, picking up garbage in the city, helping different residents, being really involved in his church. And one thing led to another, which led to people suggesting he should run to be part of the city government. Um, this was never in his plan. He never even dreamed of it or imagined. Um, it just kind of fell into place. And he started really small just by um, giving back and, and trying to do good in his community. It's it's really incredible, too, to, uh, to see as part of your story. And again, the story is available on 41 Action News on KSHP.com if you want to go and give it a look. Uh, I was really taken by some of the uh, sound and conversations you had with people who just live in the city and not people who are part of city government or anything like that, and them talking about the inspiration he is, uh, not just as a mayor or as a politician, but just as a person, uh, and to be living in a city where this is possible, this guy has done X, Y, Z to become this. Uh, the Just the Leavenworth residents that you spoke to that talked about how inspired they were by what he's doing was uh, was really cool to listen to. Yeah, and they told me they didn't even care about his backstory, kind of about his record, uh, about any of that. They they said that he they chose and elected him because while others were talking about what they wanted to do, he was actually on the streets doing things, improving the community, taking actions rather than talking about it. And I think that's what really resonated with a lot of residents. Um, you know, he received the most um, votes as um, for Leavenworth City Commissioner, which enabled him to become mayor pro tem. So in Leavenworth, that's kind of how it works. And then everybody on the commission decided he should become mayor. So I think it really speaks to kind of the actions and, and kind of how he um, actually did things and, and hit the streets running, so to speak. It seemed like, and I think, Taylor, you just talked talked about this, that for the most part, people were voting for him because he was actually going to do positive things for the community, um, you know, regardless of, of the you know his story of redemption and stuff like that. Um, did you have a chance, Ariel, to talk to um, his colleagues on the commission? What's been their reaction so far? I, I mean, they're impressed as well, just like residents. Um, they, they decided, you know, this week that they wanted him to become the mayor, the, the, the guy in charge of the city. So I think that just shows you that they're also impressed with what he's been able to do and, and kind of the outreach um, that he has and, and, again, what he's just done so far. I don't mean to speak ill of um, other politicians, so to speak, but uh, there are certain people that uh, they get into it to be in politics, and that's that's a noble pursuit if that's what you're interested in doing. And there's a lot of people that, that begin in the city level that I want to run for mayor, then one day I'd like to become this, that thing. You don't get that sense from listening to him that, hey, this is the beginning of my long political career. As you talk to him and as he embarks now on his role as mayor – what do you get the sense that his his goals are as as a mayor of a city like Leavenworth? So what he wants to do is um, improve blight in the community, and he's really going to start focusing on rental properties because he says when you know residents or citizens live in conditions that they have no control over, maybe they can't afford a nicer place to stay or anything, that puts them into a situation, and that 
situation turns into bad choices. Um, it, it's something that he experienced. Um, and he thinks if you can improve the living conditions of residents, even if it's by home by home, going uh, starting small, he thinks that can really improve the community as a whole. So it's really taking that individual approach. And, and I think we're going to see a lot of different things, maybe a rental inspection program he was talking about or mm. different efforts to, again, clean up the blight in the city. Ariel, you spent um, lots of time in Leavenworth. You know that the, kind of that K-7 corridor heading up to uh, uh, Fort Leavenworth, uh, the prison industry is the is one of the main industries um, along that entire stretch. You know, you have federal penitentiaries, you have state, uh, you have the Lansing Correctional Facility. Do you think that one of the allures or one of the symbolic things of this is, you know, you have a community that, that – you know, sends a ton of people uh, into in, prison right next door um, to actually see somebody who was in behind those doors uh, come out uh, and, and lead part of their, their community. Oh, absolutely. And I'm actually working on a story for this upcoming week. The Leavenworth uh, District Attorney, for the first time ever, is um, doing this program. It's called Expungement Day. And it's really taking those who have had felonies or previous charges like Mayor Wilson, and helping them clean their record if they apply for certain things. This is the very first time the county is doing it, and I definitely think it's symbolic when you look at kind of the geography and where everything is located. Um, when, I, when I talked to uh, the district attorney, he told me that the idea is because it's so hard for people once they have a record or, or they have this past history, even if they decide to change their lives around, sometimes it's really hard for people to get a job. So they want to help. They're going to provide free attorneys for people who want to fill out an application and kind of help them through the process. That is, of course, if they qualify to have their record expunged. So I'm excited about that. But I think that just shows you kind of the community's attitude as a whole. Um, and, and the location, I think, definitely plays a part of that. Was Wilson's record expunged? It was in 2015, and that's be, how he was able to run. Because it would be, I, and that was I was going to ask, you know, if okay, so it's one thing if you're able to be elected, um, but if there were still some limitations on what he was able to do outside of that because of his record. But it sounds like if if, that, if that's been expunged, then that that's not really an issue. Right. Right. And I think it's interesting too because, again, just from listening to this person, he doesn't seem like he wants to be the poster boy for anything. But uh, as much as we talk about what he means to the people who voted for him, to the people of Leavenworth, he absolutely has to realize what he could mean and does mean to people like himself that maybe want to get into this program and say, you know what, I don't necessarily want to run for anything, but I would love to be able to say, that's not me anymore. I'm a whole different person. This guy ran for mayor and be, and did the same kind of thing. I think I can do that, too. He's got to be aware of what he could mean to people in his same kind of situation. Oh, absolutely, and I think that's why he doesn't shy away from his past. He has told me numerous times he wants to continue telling his story to inspire hope. He wants to show others that they, too, can turn their lives around. They, too, can better their community, whether it's becoming mayor of a city or starting a volunteer program or mentoring youth, that there can be positivity and and good things ahead even if you have a past and and that's what he his story is really about and that's why again he continues to speak out like i mentioned he just wants to inspire hope in his own words ariel you said you were in florida right now i wonder if if 
in a way, this is part of a, a gradual change in perspective from the country. Uh, voters in Florida, if you'll recall, last November, um, or in November, I'm sorry, I guess last November, yeah. uh, uh, franchised um, millions of uh, felons, if I, yeah. if I recall correctly, as part of um, you know allowing people to, to turn a chapter in that page in their lives. Yep. You know, I wonder if this is kind of a, a part of a broader shift in perspective of, you know, hey, you know what, these people, you know, we can debate the, the severity of their crime, but whatever they did their time, um, and, and to give them a path of um, of how to move forward. Sure. Right. And I mean, look at Kansas City. This year, uh, Ban the Box was passed, which um, means employers can't ask if somebody has a felony. So right. I definitely do think it's kind of catching on nationwide. And I think, too, you know, Sam and I were just in the same meeting yesterday here at 41 Action News where we were talking with um, members of several local police departments about what their training program looks like and that kind of thing. And we they, they told us about how training for police officers is different than it used to be. It used to be an us versus them mentality, and it's not that anymore. It's more about understanding. It's about reaching out to people. It's about compassion. Uh, it's about um, knowing that people are able to change themselves. And I think that might be the same kind of mentality uh, that we're living in now is that, okay, that, that used to be you. It doesn't have to be you forever kind of thing. So I, I think that that story really showed it too. I, I can't help but ask you, Ariel, as we wrap up here, um, you know, we get asked all the time. I know you get asked all the time because of, again, talking about that local news is nothing but bad news, um, how we're not affected by some of the gruesome graphic stories we have to cover. But we get affected by the nice stories, too. What, what did you personally take away from getting to, to do a, a redemptive story like this and meet a man like this? I mean, inspiration. I, I think his story is really inspiring. Um, it challenges me to try and do good in my community, even a simple thing as volunteering or, or, or mentoring someone. I, I really think it shows that no matter what, you can always come out on the other side. You can always turn the page in whatever chapter is happening in your life, and you can always do good. I think that's kind of what his story embodies almost. All right. Ariel Rothfield joining us from sunny Florida, missing out on the snow and the Chiefs game, but I'm sure she will be watching from afar, uh, cheering on the Chiefs in Florida. Ariel, thanks for taking some time out today. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Go Chiefs. And of course, speaking of the Chiefs here in 41 Files, that's that's the big topic across Kansas City because tomorrow is the game. Tomorrow is the game that hopefully will end a streak of Losing home playoff games for Kansas City will hopefully lose a streak of or end a streak of losing to the Indianapolis Colts in the playoffs. It would be our, I'm sure you've heard this a million times by now, but uh, if the Chiefs win tomorrow, it will be the team's first playoff victory against that franchise. Uh, so there's some uh, some demons to exercise, so to speak, whenever it comes to this particular matchup. Could you make the argument that not only uh, is this the matchup of you know combined two of the best quarterbacks in the playoffs? Um, but if you're listening to them talk, two of the most unique, the sounding voices, quarterbacks, yes, absolutely. You know, Andrew Luck has uh, the you know the, the saw deep uh, right, Luck and, has my and then you and then you listen to him, <laughs> you listen to him talk, and he sounds like that. Yes. And then you know we all, we're all familiar with Patrick Mahomes and in the in the characters, and they also have interesting uh, hair situations. Patrick's is is well known to Chiefs fans and non-Chiefs fans about what's happening on top. 
Andrew has kind of a neckbeard thing happening mm-hmm. that, has, yep. that has grown over his career. But in all seriousness, though, I think that um, Chiefs fans should get used to this particular matchup because the Colts were set up to be good for a very long time now that it looks like Andrew Luck uh, is going to be healthy. He was hurt all of uh, a season ago and not able to play, and now he's looking like he looked when he first came out uh, as a rookie a few years ago. Patrick Mahomes, we all believe, is set up to be good for a while. This could be a playoff matchup that we get to see many times in the future between these two teams. Yeah, Dick Jacobs at the 4th and 1 podcast uh, uh, talked about that. I, I, I forget if it was last week's episode. But uh, you know, obviously Brady at some point. Um, and maybe has to retire. Maybe whether he retires or not, at some point, his decline is precipitous enough where it does actually impact their play. Absolutely. And that, that could be... It's happening this year. That could be this mm-hmm. year. Um, and so with him kind of transitioning to, you know, the twilight of his career, you know, Roethlisberger's in the same, uh, the same boat. Rivers is the same thing. Rivers in this, you know, uh, in the same boat. I, I think Rivers has, has gained some appreciation definitely uh, this year with their, with their performance in L.A. And we still could have an all-L.A. Super Bowl Absolutely. in Atlanta. Absolutely. Um, hopefully that's not the case. But um, to your point, I, this could be the future, you know, yearly AFC, you know, one of these two teams you have to beat to get to the Super Bowl or yep. the AFC Championship. It was, it was Manning-Brady for years in the AFC, and we it, it does not take any stretch of imagination to see it being Luck Mahomes for a long time. Right. Uh, for this playoff, I'm of the opinion that the Chiefs will go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Of the two games that they'll have to play to get there, mm-hmm. Saturday's game against the Colts represents the bigger hurdle. You think no matter who wins, Chargers, Patriots, you think this is the bigger hurdle of... I of, do. Okay. Then the Chiefs should be able to beat the Patriots at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Chiefs beat... Should have beaten the Chargers at twice. Arrowhead. Twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think that's a, that's a big thing. I, I think the psychological hurdle of we finally won a game uh-huh. at Arrowhead, I think it means a lot. I, I, I completely agree. Uh, and if they're able to vanquish that and then they have to play the, play the Patriots next week, yeah. let's vanquish that too. Um, now, once we get to the Super Bowl, then all all bets are off. All bets are off, especially if it's Drew Brees on the other side and that kind of thing. You never know what it's going to be like over there. And we were talking about it this morning on 41 Action News today. It, it much has been made with good reason about the fact that no no other time that we've played the Colts in the playoffs has Patrick Mahomes been at the helm. Mm-hmm. But last time we played the Colts in the playoffs, Tyreek Hill was not a Kansas City Chief. Travis Kelsey wasn't in the starting lineup. And, I mean, Anthony Vizano was the starting tight end a few years ago when that happened. So uh, there's, there's a – it's – Mahomes obviously is a huge difference, but there's a big, big difference. This is a new team and should feel that way. I, I feel like uh, I feel like good things are in store for Kansas City tomorrow. As do I. So that's it for 41 Files. Thanks so much for joining us today for another uh, edition of this. Of course, we want to remind you as we, we kind of bled over into 4th and 1 podcast a little bit today. because They, Sam and they I, talk football better than we do. Well, listen, I, I'm not even ready to admit that. Sam and I can can jaw a little bit on that. And so, uh, of course, 4th and 1 podcast is another one that 41 Action News produces, screened on the spot. If you love movies, we're getting close to Oscar season. The Golden Globes have already happened. Jordan, uh, Jordan Betts, we've had on our pod uh, Yep, she uh, joined their pod that they released uh, today on Friday the the eleventh, talking about biopics and that kind of thing that Jordan was talking about yesterday. We talked with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody coming out, uh, so they'll they're getting close to uh, a big time of year for them. And of course, um, due diligence continues even with Lindsay Shively on maternity leave right now. She was able to record several of those before she had her baby, and those continue to uh, come out on a regular basis. So if you have if you're a foodie, uh, Restaurant Week's coming up. It actually has already started in Kansas City. So that, that start today, right? Uh, I think I, I have reservations tonight. I know. Okay. So it, it actually, I think. Where are you going? Uh, 
I can't remember. My wife has. Oh, my I wife you has, you can't. You couldn't say. No, my wife has made all of these reservations. She was excited because Monday is my wedding anniversary too, and she said, "Listen, for my anniversary, I just want lots of restaurant week stuff." Mm-hmm. And so she's made. She just sent me my my phone buzzed. I have ten reservations in the next like week for lunches oh. and dinners all across. So she made a lot of those. Um, so I don't. I, I honestly couldn't tell you where we're going tonight. <laughs> she made all those decisions herself. Um, so get out there and, and listen to uh, one of those podcasts if if you like food or sports or movies or news. We've got you covered with all of our podcasts here on the uh, Point One Action News Podcast Network. Sam, right? We've got lots of cool listening. Yep, yep. You got it. So thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend and uh, stay safe out there in the snow. Bye.